Otherwise, they at work, and then um, well, I'll go to lunch with my office, and then thirty first is a squadron picnic, and I'm just gonna I might swing by that, and then from there I'm gonna go ahead and head to the house. And now them? Yeah. Okay. Trip down when do you have far. to be there? Then? Um, class starts on the tenth, no, the eleventh of September. Okay. So I'm just gonna take uh, basically Labor Day week yeah. and and the week through. Oh man, maybe some driving. <laughs> upsetting. That's upsetting. Man. Uh, well, this is a factual opinion, episode twenty-one. Oh, we made it. We made it. The twenty thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, got horrible news. I found out yesterday. Orlando's leaving. I'm leaving. Uh, so maybe three more episodes. Yeah. About not that much, unfortunately. Uh, that's us, man. I'm gonna need a. Well, not not three more episodes. Not like you know, but this has to stop because of my physical. Absence. I'd say this is gonna stop. I mean, uh, I mean, if we ever encounter each other again, that would be awesome. Yeah. But the, this podcast is not gonna stop. Yeah. But um, no more random intros. <laughs> no more, unless I'm talking to myself. <laughs> In which case, I, I think more people. Avoid listening to it. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, I'm gonna have to find somebody else. And I'm more than sure somebody's gonna be like hopping on this. Uh, no. I mean, I I know in most places it'd probably be easier. Right. People that like are actually interested in this. We'll see. We'll see. I'll have to go searching far and wide. Time to travel all through Colorado. That's what I'm talking about. Go Colorado. all the way around to figure it out. Might be a traveling podcast. Huh? Never know. Never know. I have a lot of stuff going on. I finally got a camera. So amazing. I'll show you in a bit yeah. afterwards. Uh, to this episode is finances, finally. I wanted to talk about this for a while, but I wasn't sure because there's so much to talk about. Right. And maybe I'll talk about this some other, some more about this some other time, but particularly I'm talking about how people view money and how they treat it, um, perceptions and attitudes towards it. And so, um, attitude and perception, like, um, has a lot to do with, like, how one spends money. It, it affects how one spends money, how they, how they, how they treat it. And it, go, it goes, um, there's more than that. There's more to that, depending on how someone grows, their experience, their needs, and what they want, and how well off or how, how much they may be struggling, depending on their finances. But these are big things that can affect how people spend money, including emotion and uh, especially emotion. Most advertisements in the news, all, all, all television is based off emotion. That's how they you attract people through emotions. And that ties into attitude and uh, I guess perceptions for that moment, uh, their view at that moment. And uh, so I wanted to get into that. And I don't know if you want to get any, uh, add something before we really delve into it. As far as how people treat money, how they how they view it, I mean, I think we're going to talk about just uh, the, like you said, the attitude towards money because that affects like a lot. And even now, like the different modes or like ways we spend money, like with our credit cards or like just it kind of takes that feeling of like paper money mm-hmm. away from us, and so you, and it's like blind numbers, just digital numbers to you yeah. after a while, and so you just swipe away. You know, when you got the cash in your hand, it's 
Oh my god, it's a different feeling. You feel like you're partying with like. I never let go of that cash. I have so much cash. It's, it's like, and what's it? It's still bad because I'm like I'm not gonna. I say I'm not gonna spend this money. I'll use whatever's in my card. Yeah. <laughs> so I still use my card. Yeah, and so it's just like it's easier. Like, them coming up with like credit cards or debit cards was definitely like a good, like, you know good campaign because like it's so easy and it's just like you don't see it you know mm-hmm. you don't have like much physical attachment to your money yep. because of that and opposed to like again physical like tangible money like it's so hard but I, I know like a $20 bill like breaking a $20 bill it's just like it hurts it does hurt it, like a $100 bill I have a $100 worse. bill and I, I'm, I'm I tell myself I'm never going to use this which would be a waste of the money but I tell myself I'm never spending this money right now because I'm I'm doing an emergency fund in cash as well right. as in savings and so I have all this money out and I look at it and for some reason this happens to me all the time when I start saving everything just starts life is like screw you right because it's like now, we'll take that yeah we'll take that because the hailstorm happened so I still have to call them and figure out what we're gonna do whether I'm gonna buy it out whether I'm just gonna get it fixed whatever but now my car is starting to get shaked they said I might have to get an alignment. I have to buy new tires because my tires are like two years old. You gotta get an oil change, transmission change. Transmission is like 150 bucks at cheapest. Yeah. And uh, the Ford dealership here, it's 275. Oh my God. I said, you're only gonna do it once, never gonna happen again. Right. It's never gonna happen again. Got that, and that, that all of that together is maybe $1,000, you know? And that is, uh, I'm, as like as soon, soon as, as you get the, the, that safety net. Yeah, I pulled Set out that money there. and then all of a sudden just, so, and then somebody, uh, we were going to go out, uh, Jordan and I were going to go out to uh, uh, Fort Collins to get some Italian food. And cause I said, you know what, we've been to all these Asian restaurants, the Korean restaurants, Vietnamese, the Vietnamese is great, in Aurora, was it Aurora? I think it was Aurora. And then uh, Denver, we went to a few, but I said... But then he brought up pasta, and I said, we should try out Italian restaurants now. And then he said, I'm actually broke, because he's buying a speaker system for his car. And I said, you're right. I have no money either. Because <laughs> now transcripts, just to transfer my transcripts from all these places that I'm, I went, uh, was um, $85? Jeez. Yeah. yeah. They definitely make like, that what, money. What is yeah. this? It's like $20 a pop. And I was like, how? Why? Why? Like, I, these are my grades. Yeah, so I, these are my grades. You're paying for like the stamp or like it being sealed in an envelope, essentially. So I'm waiting for all that to be processed. And it's kind of, I'm so impatient. I'm telling you, like I'm waiting for them to transfer now. saying, just transfer my credits now. But they're, they said it's going to take maybe 10, 10 days, at most 10 business days. So I'm going to go for 15 business days just to be safe. Yeah. And, so by the end of this month, I should be setting up what I what classes I have to take and everything, and I'll be set at Colorado State, man. That's what's up. That's what's up. So I'm excited, and uh, yeah, I'll catch up to you. Eventually. <laughs> nah, it's not a race, but I ain't gonna... I'll tell you. But uh, it's cool. But it's cool to have, talk to people about educational goals that actually have them, because then sometimes either you come off as an asshole talking to people or it feels you're still an asshole but you feel like an asshole because you feel you may be belittling someone 
that's that's something I've kind of dealt with on a couple occasions. It's like when I talk about it, like I kind of get happy about it because it was a good it's time exciting, in my life. Yeah. But then it's just like, you know, now I feel like I'm kind of bragging or like I don't know. Yeah. So, but I guess if you know, you're not trying to. I guess it's a matter of knowing how much to talk about and how your attitude or tone comes off. But yeah, I try to be careful about it. But I'm proud of myself. You know, yeah, like, yeah. you know, and I feel there's other things that people can be proud of. But anyway, the finances, <laughs> yeah, it's, fun, it's difficult to <laughs> save it. My my view of money has changed though. Mm-hmm. Uh, to just, I'll see something, I won't buy it, but I'll write it down, and then like if I'll look at my list of stuff, and if I don't by next paycheck, I wait till the next paycheck, which is hard as it is. But next paycheck, I said, do I still want these things? Nah, I don't want them. So, something I still buy. Still making a vinyl connect collection. Trying to figure out whether I want to sell my books or not. It's really hard to let go of my books. I really enjoy reading them. And I want to give them to someone that will take the value from it as well. So, it's hard. It, it, that would be much easier. If somebody was going to read the books, I'd give it to them and let them tell them, give it to somebody else and have it go on them. So I don't, I don't know. I may end up selling them at Barnes and Nobles. Uh, but how you use money or uh, the any resources and what values one has determines on how money is spent. So, uh, so how much what what somebody purchases, how many times they purchase it, how much they're willing to spend on specific things, uh, whether it's a single or spend at a time, whether it's a single item or a specific period of time, how often they've done it gives a lot of information on what people value you realize what people care about um, whether they value actually preparing for something or uh, caring about themselves or just focus on having temporary uh, satisfaction buying a video game every week which are 60 bucks yeah, video game. that's, that's, that's tough <laughs> yeah that's tough uh, spending all this money on candy crush or stuff like that so i mean i definitely have my advice or i guess i mean everyone has their thing like yeah. vinyl i have vinyl records i mean a lot of people would not spend the, the amount of money especially the way some costs like Charles gambino's awake in my love i bought that the moment it went on sale because it sold out the next day and i'm i'm getting that uh, i'm Charles gambino fan so it was 65 dollars 66 dollars and but i wanted it like it was my thing so. right yeah, and I think yeah, like you said, everybody has their thing because like I had this conversation with like back at work, I got a haircut every week, twenty dollars every week for a haircut or whatever, and um, some people are like how do you like why do you get a haircut every week or whatever? It's just like my thing. I like to have like yeah, a haircut. It's it just like it makes me feel a certain way, and it's just like you know, yeah. Let me get into that. Like it whether. If whether it's frequent or regular, it can also says what some about it. And I said I would assume that's you value how you look, how you present yourself. Right. And that's, yeah, right. that's a big thing. I, I care a lot how I look. Did you see my? You didn't see my hair when I before when it, before I cut it, man. It was amazing. I heard about it. My yeah. hair is something I value. Like <laughs> something I value, but unfortunately, I cannot show that right now because I have to cut it. But um, my appearance matters. How I how I present my how. I present myself or, uh, is something I value in terms of how I guess view myself. Uh, I want to make sure I look clean and sharp. A lot of people want to grow their mustaches and beards. I've noticed maybe it's because we have to shave. 
interest. But I do not. I have no interest because in, it grows patchy, man. It's, <laughs> it's not good. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I. But aside from that, I mean, things that you just small things. If you if you're shopping for clothing every week, most likely you're not gonna buy all those clothes. You're not gonna wear all those clothes, which I've dealt, had a problem with before. It kind of shows that she has value more just having the new thing. And so knowing, realizing that once you really get to awareness just can help in def- defeating that habit. Bad habits hurt. Um, I was reading The Power of Habit, which is a good book. And he was talking about the, the cue, which is probably a paycheck probably was to me and probably a paycheck to a lot of people. There's the craving that, uh, I think the craving is the fourth thing that pops up later of having this object like it's the weekend I got paid now I have this craving to buy this new stuff and then the habit is going to store spending that money getting home and then and then it almost doesn't phase you that you spent all this money and that's where it becomes a whole a bad habit just yeah. not realizing it um, then the top five people you spend the most time with we, I, we talked about this you're the average which makes more sense because you you care you are who you attract if you act a certain way, you will attract those kind of people. And some people disagree with that, but you do attract those people over time. You'll notice, you'll notice it once it happens. And the people you engage with most are typically the biggest influence on you because what sometimes you can't, some people you cannot avoid, but usually you spend the most time with people that you like spending time with or that have similar values, similar views, beliefs, customs. They talk about, they have similar opinions about as you do on certain stuff and they live a similar life to you lifestyle you all want to go drinking you all go drinking you want to go to school together you go to school together let's watch movies together talk about movies you'll do all that and that so that's a big effect on you and i've noticed from as growing up as i've as i've changed and as friends have changed former friends have changed we've grown apart but we've attracted more people different people and i think so if they're if these people are not talking about saving or budgeting and not only that they're they're talking about buying the new video game every weekend and they're talking about let's go to the movies or they're eating out regularly for lunch which i know people at work that do that all the time oh you do that too i, I do it out yeah convenience so, oh, really? but I've, I've cut back now so okay definitely. yeah so it it kind of hurts you it, it hurts you, you realize Maybe you've noticed it though, like you've probably realized how much money. Yeah, absolutely. I, I've always wanted to do this, but uh, I, I figured why do it? When people, every time somebody goes out to eat in my shop, say $5, like take it away from myself and you see how much they've spent and then just buy based off of that. Yeah. That, I feel that would be cool. And I feel that would save me a lot of money and I can always reward myself by going out. But yeah, I feel if they're, if they're valuing something or not, caring about something that you'll you'll end up eventually ending that way and maybe you'll say i disagree with this but i haven't gone out with them with a while so i'll do this and then you start doing it so it becomes repetitive so who you are around around is a big thing they can create a certain perception of you uh your attitude pretty much your attitude towards money everyone spends money for temporary set uh everyone spends money for temporary satisfaction for any reason for pleasure anything i i did for some things i still do uh, purchasing new phones, uh, video games, alcohol, going out, eat, eating, uh, money's using that I talked about. And I, so I guess my thing would be my temporary pleasure. Maybe books right now. I'm trying to think. 
maybe vinyls. There's nothing wrong with that either. I mean, I I remember a month ago when I bought chips like three, four days in a row, and just had the craving. And I did nothing. I just I'm just sitting in my room, and then I'm starts smacking my mouth. And I'm like, I I need some Pringles. Go to drive all the way to Walmart to buy Pringles and come back three days in a row, three or four days in a row. <laughs> did it? I said I can do it. It's only it's only a dollar fifty. But obviously that would add up. I guess in a month that would be what forty five dollars. So yeah. Uh, and so from that being aware, acknowledging that you can do, just being aware does not change it. But acknowledging you can be better with saving or budgeting uh, can help assist. But know what you spend and why you do it. You know why do I want this? Why am I spending this? Why do I think about this? And. Uh, know what cues trigger the action to spend excessively for that temporary satisfaction and if you think that satisfaction is bad for you or what you're spending money on is bad for you you can probably just you can always cut find a way to guess find the root to why what triggers it because I think the more you ask why about even yourself you become more aware because then you answer something and answer something and then you start answering everything and you, you end up hitting contradictory values that you may find in your beliefs or something that's in your head which I uh, I encountered recently talking to in the last podcast actually talking with Aurora who was in my last podcast uh, in episode 20 but we were talking she, she has a lot of questions for one but the things that she kept asking me that made me I started thinking oh man I sound like a hypocrite doing this like saying this and this and something that I realized myself, but then it makes you try to question it and like why this happened. So find it. Uh, money is a big thing about that. Yeah, I mean, it's back to the perception of money again. It's like another thing. Oh, sorry, I forgot. The so easy to set when you set monthly payments, mm-hmm. you forget about that money. So then that causes another problem. Because I used to do that with, I had like three music streaming services just because I wanted specific music like Tidal has all the blueprints blueprints are one of Jay-Z's best things ever made I like the blueprint three actually a lot and so I had the Tidal and I started Google Music and then I had Spotify and then I had Hulu Netflix and I never watched anything so I just cancelled all of it and I, I, I kept Amazon Prime because it's 100 a year even that could be an issue but I, I actually use Amazon Prime and HBO and I uh, kept one Google one uh, Google for music streaming and just kept it at that but I know money was being taken out like 80 about $80 just for like media entertainment yeah, yeah. Entertainment. which I mean people spent hundreds on cable before. Oh, absolutely. yeah just by itself but now I can I don't have to do that yeah I just make a whole bunch of emails to get free free month trials. <laughs> just every month. I feel like everyone email. does. Yeah, absolutely. Did you hear did you hear the article that Netflix is like in debt? Um, oh, are they? They're in debt, like billions of dollars. No. I think a I think a part of it is not, not all of it is necessarily bad debt because I think a lot of it is money that they've gotten from loans and they've invested into movies and shows that they're going to get money back from. But I think also a lot of it is not as many people actually have accounts that they're paying for. So right, myself. they're sharing a lot. Some yeah. people are sharing. You get a, you get an account, you buy the, you can even buy the $12 one that it is right now. And they said you can have it on like four, five devices. 
give it to three other people and then you're set and then uh, get the free trials as many times as you can make up emails which is not hard to do yeah and that's what a lot of people are doing like in the middle of like the Game of Thrones season they like you know they'll catch up on all the episodes they missed and then they have it for the time for the you know to the finale of the season or whatever so it's definitely like a strategy to all that streaming stuff yes so. there is and so that's that's one way to do it but we just got sidetracked <laughs> I think uh, you want to help them I mean ways to I guess budget and organize I mean like you said as far as like acknowledging your thing or whatever um, that's important too because you know there are people who who value experience they use their money for experiences and there are some people that use their money for like material things like these things you know they like to have things so and of course there's you know people that like both so um but just acknowledging that and like you said kind of questioning as to you know why it is that you like this thing or whatever because it could be something that you know you could either substitute for something cheaper and still get that satisfaction or not i don't know but um was there anything that she did specifically for budgeting um I attempted to do the whole like having the cash out thing or whatever, but that started getting like kind of tedious, like having yeah, to withdraw to... the money because yeah. I have like a USAA account that doesn't have like a physical branch. And so uh-huh. it's like, I don't know, when I have that money, I can't like deposit it back in cash. I have to like put it into another account and then maybe like uh, transfer Venmo it or like, yeah, just get it transferred somehow back to my USAA account. So it's just like, it gets tedious after a while, but... Uh, well, you don't think... Don't you just take out... Don't you think you should just take out the money that you you know you'll spend in cash? Well, that, that, it, was, it was a learning process. Because okay. at first, it was just like, okay, I know I'm going to keep this money. Like, I had an allotment for this money aside for my bills, you know, car payment, insurance, rent, and all my streaming crap um, and, and entertainment stuff. And I still had like $400 or something at the end of the month from all that. But um, but then, you know, my blow money or my... <laughs> Continue. I have a story to tell you about that. I have a story to tell you about Blow money, you know, we're not talking about that white. But uh, just like money to spend, you know, kind of, dis- I guess, disposable income is what they, some people call it. Or just like money to do what you want to do with that, you know, you've, you're not going to go without by spending this and I did that in cash I did the full amount in cash you know every two weeks I'd have the cash and stuff like that and it it was going pretty well you know it sucked while it was kind of fat not because it's just like so much money it's just like, I was a lot of ones. like <laughs> it's a lot of ones but um and like you know change and stuff like that and then I started working a system where like every five dollar bill that I got I would put that into like a jar and then all, of course all my like coin change I would you know um, save that and that worked out really well too like even after like six months of that that was actually like really good I saved probably um, like three hundred dollars and fives so I'm like geez you know what the heck am I doing but it's yeah. just like breaking yeah breaking I have to start working breaking 20s is you know fives it is just hard for me it is tedious to, to, to get money out because I, right. I I have a budget which I write down for every paycheck and every time it says 
this how much I'm taking out in cash for gas, food, uh, books, and then whatever, like, and then some spending, like maybe a hundred and fifty dollars. And I never take all of that. I may take maybe take forty, sixty dollars out, then the rest of this slide in my car. Cause, yeah. Cause I mean, when it, cause the only other time, cause my bank doesn't do, uh, they give you the money back after a month. Or so. I went to ATM, so I don't go to ATMs. So I have to go somewhere to buy stuff. But I'm not gonna buy a candy bar every time I need money out. And so I go to buy food, and that's gonna take money out, but I don't need the money for the food anymore. So it yeah. just becomes a just a whole bunch of mess. I'm sure there's a way I can do it. Like I can probably buy one thing at a store and that I need in my list and take the money out. But also, I've noticed a lot of places are starting to lower the amount that they give out. Right. So, I can't take it all out that I want to take. All right, $5. Like, what am I going to do with this yeah. $5? Like, the, I remember Walmart let me take out 200 before. Now, the highest option is maybe 100 Yeah, I think it's 100 Damn. <laughs> they actually gave me... They gave me 45 once. As for two hundred dollars, they gave me forty fives. I was so upset. Yeah, what am I doing with this? <laughs> oh yeah, out of the machine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why does it keep coming? Yeah. Yeah. I let the self check out. Yeah, but that blow money. So, in the dorms, you know, you have to set up a budget when you get announced you know, that you're responsible. I called it blow money, and then every every person that I showed it to, they said blow money, and I said. Yeah, it's money I'm gonna spend on my free time. I said, you should change that. And then I <laughs> give it to somebody else. Blow money. And he's like, you should change it to like free spending or. Yeah, because yeah, <laughs> either they're like, okay, you're paying for this much for blowjobs like a month? Um, like, no. Yeah, it's either or the cocaine. Or the I'm cocaine. Like, no, neither. No, neither. <laughs> he's like, man, this is cheaper than what I do. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, who you know? Right. Is it real? So. Yeah, it, yeah, that was funny. But yeah, I think that helps a lot because actually now that I think about it, what I'm going to do, now I'll probably have an update later on. I'll, I'll do that too. I'm going to not take my card with me everywhere. Take it with me once. I'll do it. I'm going to do it starting the 15th when I get paid. I'm going to take the money out that I need. Then I'm going to put my card away. And I'm not gonna take it with me, which is easy for me to do actually, because my Discover card, I, I paid that thing off, and I maxed it out just as fast. Just it was ridiculous. I I paid it off and then and then, or maybe I paid maybe. Eight hundred on it, so I maybe had, not much left because I think it's a, eighteen hundred dollars on it, but I paid more a lot and it was I had maybe five hundred dollars left on it. And then so I said, uh, let's use this really quick. It's like I'll pay it off in the nights and the max. You know, it's such, it's that's so bad. But now I never have the card on me. I actually do not know where the card is. <laughs> it's somewhere in my closet, and so I can do that with my my regular card and uh, my uh, Capital One credit card. Uh, it it still has my address for back home, so my parents got it. And when I went to go visit them last week. They were showing, my mom said, you, you want the card? I said, no, keep it here. Yeah. Yeah, just keep it here because I'm going to use it. And so, yeah, it helps. It's, a, it's nice. And yeah. It well, just uh, with the card thing, too, like, I got, like, a rewards card. And I guess that's kind of, like, not even a way to save. But, like, I use my card for everything. But I only buy stuff that I have, like, the cash to pay it off immediately. Like, at the end of the day, That's what I, want to I to just turn around and I pay, I pay off, pay what off. I, yeah, whatever the balance is um, that, you know, well, 
really at the end of the week. At the end of the week, whatever the balance is, I pay that off or whatever, and just like keep it up like that. And I mean, it's like 1.5% or something reward back, but I mean. My cash back on Discover is amazing. I paid that off, but it's it's nice. It's, I think it's about, it's about three, but. Yeah, that's, that is nice. <laughs> Discover is awesome, man. Customer service, no annual fees, my fan. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> and the only reason that I guess I got the card was just because like I don't I didn't have a credit card beforehand and then I, f- I was shamed for having a card after we went to that financial class like you know the whole time yeah, Dave Ramsey's like, like yeah credit cards you know are, are horrible are trash credit is just a game yeah. which it is, it is a but game. I'm not rich enough to be like I'm, yeah I'm not wealthy enough to you know, say I don't need a credit right. card you know? he's like you know what my, my credit score is zero it's like, yeah, because you have the cash to pay for everything. Yeah. We get it. Like. Yeah. <laughs> I actually know someone that in the military that's never used credit or anything. They paid, they bought their vehicle in cash, and they want to buy a house in cash. Well, they want to buy a house now, but their credit's not good because they don't have any history, and they're like 27. Mm-hmm. So they have no history of credit, so it's going to be difficult for them to get it. And But at the same time, I admire him for being able to do that because if he did decide to have a credit card... As, as it seems as financially stable as he is, I feel like he could get a credit card and raise his credit score within a year. Right. To a good amount. So. Yeah, and that's and I try to go off that model. It's just like, you know, with the credit card, what I spend on it, I pay it off immediately. So I'm not like, you know, overdoing it or like overindulging in things that I can't have. Like if I want something that's a thousand dollars then I'm gonna save up for it or whatever and I have I I know it's in my account. And then I, I'll buy it on my credit card just so I know that I can, you know, pay it off immediately. Because I'm not about the APR and all that stuff. The interest, nah, I'm good on that. I'm just going <laughs> to... So, this one bank sent me a credit card. Like, you've been pre-approved for this. And the card, it's a the first year, 0%. Following year, 23%. I said, what if, what am I paying? Like, I'm paying pretty much just paying the fee right. so that was that was tough so I, I well it wasn't tough to decline but it, it just hit me just, that hurts you seeing that number so yeah I threw it away right away and uh, Ken he's getting a lot of credit because he's never had a credit card and mm-hmm. I think he's looking to have one and so he's trying to get the right one but he's getting a lot of credit cards to pre-approved and they have the worst percentage rates and so it just hurts another thing I, you just remind me of was, and I had the same issue just when I was younger. I just I felt, do not overwhelm yourself with paying off a credit card. Uh, do not think you have to buy it immediately because some people think, oh, I can I can pay this off. I can live broke for this for this month. I'm just gonna pay off all this stuff and not go out for the month. You struggle because it's just like depriving yourself from, from hanging out. Right. And we did that from the class. It, don't deprive yourself from spoiling yourself because. When you, because then you'll break down and you will ruin your, your, like you'll ruin the budget. You're well out. Yeah. You're (laughs) spending all this money on stuff and it'll it'll hurt. Or you'll just be, you'll just really hurt yourself by staying in. You'll hurt, you'll, I guess, mentally and emotionally hurt yourself staying in the whole time because you feel like you can't hang out with anyone. Right. And there's, I mean, there's cards out there too that basically you go into a bank with, you know, so much money. And that's what you're approved for on the card, you know. So you're basically, you know, you get a card, you swipe it whenever you need to or whatever, and you pay that 
credit card off, but it's your own money, so you're kind of paying yourself back or whatever, and that's a good way to kind of um, build your credit up as well, because again, you're kind of in debt to yourself, kind of, but it's still a way to build credit, you know, yeah. and credibility as far as you're, you know, you're paying. Because then if you don't pay that, they'll just take that money away. Which is not to say don't pay it off, but right, right. You, you start thinking, I can't get this money back till I pay this off. So, yeah, so yeah, that's a good way. Yeah, so that's that was a good like, or you know, tidbit of information from the class as well. It was that's just what like you, that's what you did. No, no, I didn't, but I wish I would have known that, you know, beforehand, um, because, I mean, it seems like a sound, you know, beginner's way to get into getting your credit, because I went through college without a credit card, you know, of course, they, you know, every week that they'd be out there, you know, trying to sell you a credit card, and, oh, get this slice of pizza, or get this whole pizza, or this shirt, or whatever, if you sign up for a card, and, you know, a lot of people file for that or whatever, but I made it through college without a credit card, and then, you know, getting into the real world, I'm like, shoot, like, if I want to buy anything really and truly, credit is super important, you know, so. It can be important. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it can be. It is from my my bracket of of, of income. (laughs) Well, lucky you, man, and my mom told me to get a credit card as soon as I fucking graduated yeah yeah i got a credit card for like 300 dollars. took care of that one until i got approved of another one because man destroyed that card that card card ruined me that's the card that ruined me so but i learned after that and well i didn't learn after that started making mistakes but i've learned now about it and yeah i wish like if i could if if I could go back, I definitely would have stopped. I probably would not have a credit card now, actually. I would not have a credit card now. But I'd also, and I'd also probably have not having any debt. My car would probably be paid off. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, it's, but of course, can't look back on stuff. I guess I'm just working on, I want to, I'm, I'm more patient now on paying everything off. Like, I'm not saying I have to pay this off now, because then I'll know I'll be broke, and then I'll end up spending the credit card like I right. did. Right. And I paid it off, paid it off. Yeah, I'm trying to work on that, and there's just there's so many ways to budget, and just that one thing I do is write. Uh, I don't know if you write down, do you write down like your budget or anything? Well, I had it on like an Excel spreadsheet or whatever. Yeah, I have it on my phone and on some notes, on a notes thing. I'll put for that as soon as that for the next paycheck, I'll put everything down. And then when that comes, and I'll go to write, erase that and write the, for the next one. And it's helped me a bit, because then I'll add it up. And I did what we learned from the class. Just something we learned was putting down every penny that's in your paycheck. Just instead of saying, whatever I have extra, I could spend or save. Because even then, you'll have to say, oh, I have this extra money. And instead of saying that, put it somewhere. Even if you're putting it in savings or putting it away in cash or something. Have it written down because then you'll say, I have no more money to put it somewhere else. Like even you're spending money, put whatever amount based on whatever you're getting paid. Have it reasonable. I'd say maybe 10, 15 percent of what you're getting paid each paycheck. That sounds about good. So if you're getting 2,000 spend, what's that? Two, not 200, 20. For what? For 10 percent? I can't do math right now. It'd be 200 for 200, 200 yeah. yeah. 
So that's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, so I mean, I wouldn't even say to spend two two hundred because if you get paid every two weeks, that's a lot. Unless you're really falling out. So maybe, yeah, you could probably drop that. But yeah, I mean, but still 10% is a lot. And so I'd say spend about, yeah, put about 10% on free, blow money. And then just every single penny, even down to the final 41% or 41 cents or 52 cents, put that down as towards savings or something. And then you'll realize how much... It, it can make it easier to save money because then you can have nowhere else to you have no more money to do anything with. Yeah, I kind of did basically the opposite of like what was sold in our class because I had like an I have an allotment set aside that comes out at the first of the month or whatever. That's again all my bills like you know I, I have fifteen hundred dollars set over to the side, and that makes sure that everything like that has to be taken care of is covered and so everything else I have left over that's stuff that I have to kind of work with you know as far as gas and food and stuff like that that and even then at the end of the month well my bills are pretty consistent as far as like how much a month I pay for everything so I usually have the same amount at the end of the month that's left over and that's what I just throw into savings so that's like kind of a way to force myself to save on top of already having like five and ten percent coming out for like uh like you know roth and all that crap yeah. so like whatever i do in that ends up that trickles down into like my checking account that's what i consider blow money because i'm saving you know from the money at the end of the month i'm already investing and so and my bills are taken care of and so i just have this checking account and i know that whatever i have in this checking account i can literally I've realized throw away and I wouldn't be hurting blow money just as soon as you said it that would be an awesome title I'm trying I was trying to like steer away from that word but it's just like just a habit because I'm trying to think of it too like saving spending money but I call it blow money yeah it's it's money to blow right there's yeah so that I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot more. I didn't write notes for a lot more, to, so because I know there's finances and just managing money and money in general is so broad, and there's so much to talk about. So I only took notes on specific things, and so that's for this one. Maybe another episode we can talk, uh, or I can talk about finances. <laughs> You're leaving. Uh, I would like to. Uh, yeah, it's it also last. So last week, you're the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, that was fun. Uh, with you there, I feel like you. It would be interesting hearing you answer those questions. The stuff that we talked about. Yeah, some of them were like, "Hey, okay, let's uh, let's turn this up." Yeah, we're turning this up. <laughs> we're getting personal. <laughs> right. It was. It was in that, so I thought that was cool. Uh, I'd like to thank Aurora Campbell for being on it. Uh, that was fun. Rockford was amazing. Uh, our, I, but my flight got canceled. So I had to stay in like four days, which is fine. Oh, darn. family, yeah. Right. Like, hey, mom. I called my mom, and she was like waiting outside. I said, so where do you want to go with sushi? I was in line, and Watney told me I got canceled. I said, well, I got to reschedule. Cool. What's cool is that they didn't charge me extra. They just moved it. Wait, what was the cause? Weather. Uh, it was like a thunderstorm there. Like uh, a whole, a lot of flights were canceled. Lollapalooza didn't got shut down that night as well. And so that was... That was crazy, and so we just went out to eat, and then I, that weekend, it was nice, because then my cousin had a bonfire, 
you know, I had uh, I invited someone over, and then we had we just hung out. Just uh, that was another time. Uh, it was my cousin Brandon. Uh, his girl got a, uh, he had a, a couple people over. Aurora came over, and then the following. So we had that was an awesome night. Bonfires, and it was cool. And then the following night, or the, yeah, the following night, I hung out with Brandon and his older brother and my other cousin Cortland. And then, the, and I think when my flight got canceled, when my flight got canceled, my, my dad called my uncle and we wanted Brandon to come over too, but he was with his girl. They pretty much joined at the hip, pretty much. Yeah, they're that couple. So joined twins. Yeah, and so, but my cousin, my uncle came over. We had whiskey, uh, awesome whiskey. And then the next, the following day, we had it again. Then the following day was, uh, was the bonfire. I had this amazing Greek. I say amazing a lot. I had this really good Greek uh, liquor, and it's, it's. I have to find it. It it does not taste like alcohol at all. I like it. My cousin didn't like it. Did it taste like licorice? Was it ouzo? Oh yeah, I forgot you're German. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> you're pretty much around there. You're you you and you lived over there. Yeah, what's yeah, yeah, I had it was like the first time when Amazing. I was like twelve. <laughs> we turned up well, in, in Europe, I guess. Well, but, yeah, Germany. Yeah, Eighteen. I got drunk with like drunk with my my oma, my grandma, like New Year's of two thousand. I was like twelve. Yeah. I like that for the first time in my life being it's drunk amazing. was with my grandma. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was pretty dope. Yeah, like, he doesn't like it. He doesn't, well, I don't think he likes the taste of licorice, but it was so easy. Was, yeah. Because I thought it was going to be, okay, it's clear. I already don't like clear liquor. Right. Vodka's stuff you put on wounds. Yeah. Tequila's pretty much your gag reflex. That's what it is. <laughs> it's, it's, that's what you're taking in. And so, but he pours it. And then once a Patron, which I'm pretty sure it's just tequila, but somebody was like chugging it and then just vomited. Like they were trying to take it all. But no, it's not happening. Yeah, no. So, but he poured it and we took it and it was, it was fine. It was cool. So, but yeah, it was, it was nice. Went out for sushi twice. Had some Thai, sort of Thai food. Uh, drove around Chicago a bit. Bonfire, it was it was nice, and then beautiful trees everywhere. You know, it was life. And it was life, yeah. Thriving and yeah, birds, civilization and people. Yeah, <laughs> it was diversity. nice. The mall exists. Diversity, <laughs> for the most part. I mean, realizing it's not much, but I, but then again, the city just split, and there's a lot of stuff going on that other people aren't aware about or people avoid, and there's stuff that like in certain positions that people don't know about and. So there's, there's a lot that can be fixed in my city and I hope to fix and I hope to be a part of it and help in whatever way I can I can in the future. So, but it was nice. It was really cool seeing the family too. And my family there, my parents apparently, well, my dad said he wants, he just wants to look for a job in Atlanta. And I said, move to Atlanta <laughs> because you'll give me a reason. Because again, of course, I was still deciding between Denver and Atlanta and I decided to move to Colorado. So I'm deciding to go there when I can and so but I told him to move I said so that way I have more of a reason to go to Atlanta fly out there and I don't have to decide between Atlanta and Colorado and have to visit you because then I could go to Atlanta and enjoy Atlanta and you guys and just come back and then my cousins are also thinking about moving down to Georgia so no one will live in Rockford if they move and I will have less of a reason to go which (laughs) may end up being I never go which would I'd miss it but not that much 
you know, yeah. I'm sure you have like friends there I mean, for you know, big events or something mm-hmm. that are known as much already. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean think about it. Like, if there's a city where your family moves away from, would you go back? No. <laughs> there's like no reason to go back yeah. somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. So, especially if it's like, I don't know where you're from, if it's not even a big city, if they decide to move to Chicago or Atlanta, like, you're not going to go back to your city. No. Or they move to L.A. You're, you'll, I mean, you'll, you'll probably move to L.A. because then you also got your girl there. Yeah. So, I mean, you're not going to go back to where you're from. No, no. And people say, don't forget where you came from. That's, I mean, <laughs> that's like the high school reunion. Mine just, like, freaking passed last year. And, you know, Facebook messages like, don't forget, you know, reunion and all this, that, and other. I'm like, I didn't even like y'all then. Why, like, why do you think that I'm going to like you 10 years later? So I definitely miss that. And, yeah, the pictures are pretty pitiful. Like, not many people showed up because it's just, like, not that. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're moved, we moved on. Yeah. And I doubt anyone would show up to mine. Definitely knowing the amount of people that I know, they're not going. I'm, they have no interest and I have no interest in going but I'd want to go just to see the people that I know are screw ups like they, their life is done I'm okay. that I'm that salty well I was I, I guess I'm <laughs> that being, vengeful salty yeah cause I looked on Facebook and I was like jeez these people look super old they look like super <laughs> decrepit like they've lived a hard life and you know not even 30 yet and I'm like I, I feel like I'm doing decent I know a lot of people that's um just did not know what to do with themselves that are in the same position that they were just five years ago wow like 17 just five years ago just yeah and it's nothing there's nothing bad with it but there's not they're not doing anything about it that's where it comes in or they're doing the same stuff I saw them doing five years ago which was partying I was not that cool to go partying all the time I did party at times but not to where I knew enough people to sneak me into parties to sneak me into clubs where you have to be 21 to get the alcohol for me that wanted to hang out with me out in public to go party all the time to go to Chicago and drink you know so it I did not have those people but they're still doing that same thing right now and so most of my friends, most of the people that were my friends, they don't really talk to them. They're they're doing pretty good though. That's what's the people up. that I actually talk to. Right. But at, and like one of them, you know, he's in the military as well. He's doing good. He got married a couple years ago, and so he's doing good. And he's planning. I think he's moving. I think he got. Yeah, he's moving somewhere. I forgot where. But he's he's glad he's going. He just seems to be doing pretty happy. You know, someone that moved to California with his girl. They seem to be enjoying that, the beach life. You know? right. So everyone, the people that I know are doing pretty well. But some people are, you know, were still working at UPS when they were, when they were 17. I think, like, one of the saddest things, and, like, Most I people hope work that UPS. I don't offend anybody, but just, like, the saddest thing to me is, like, people who peak in high school. Like, that is the pinnacle of their life, or, like, the, the I, I pity of their that. life. And it's just all downhill from there. And it's just like, that sucks, man. Like, I'm glad I didn't pee. Actually, I hope I never peek. I do not ever, I, I do not even think I'll ever peek. Because, again, I will just, I'm that, potential has no limit. Potential has no limit. So, as long as you believe that, yeah. <laughs> as long as you believe that, no like, you, there's no way for you to ever peek. Like, it, but yeah, there are people that I, I know that were popular in high school that, you know, they're not doing much. You know, they have kids. I know some that got pregnant on scene, like see during senior year. That just that were the like they were the girl, 
they were the girl you wanted and that uh, people talk about. <laughs> Does ever talk about, you know? So, and then, yeah, they're not. Man, we sound horrible right now. <laughs> so, yeah, we're sounding right. <laughs> we're, sound, we're talking about finances. And so, <laughs> about money. Uh, no, uh, yeah, but that's, yeah, that's cool. I mean, I, I so it's, it's nice. It's nice. I'm, I'm glad to be the person that I was from the drive school. I mean, it was horrible for me, but I'm glad I was not, I did not have to deal with that. Because I feel that's also a big thing that had to do with their self-esteem that because you were so good, you had this high thing for you and maybe you didn't work on anything else. And there's a comedian, I forgot his name, he was on Conan so many times, but he, he was talking about a girl that was really pretty and she said, I could tell that you're bored and that you only want to sleep with me. He said, yeah, well, you, that's the only, your looks are the only thing you worked on. And she said, well, I have personality. He said, well, he, no, she said, I put, I put a lot of effort into how I look though. He said, well, you should put more effort into like your personality. He said, uh, no, tell me a joke or something. Be a comedian. He said, "I know I'm not good looking. That's why I'm so funny." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> know your strengths. Yeah. So, but I thought that was interesting, and yeah. So I know, like, okay. So this is really cool. One girl I asked to homecoming once said, "I was weird." Like she wanted to go because she said I was weird, and then she actually messaged me two years after I graduated, and. Yeah, she wanted to hang out. You know, I found out she had like two kids. And wasn't in a relationship. Yeah, and talking to me. I kind of felt good, but at the time I was a really horrible person. I became just a horrible person because of how I was in high school. How like I said, you treated me like shit. So I'm gonna be a horrible person. So, but now I just pity them. I mean, you'd be one of those guys that, like appear on that Mari show when they have like. You talked about me in high school, and now, you know, like, <laughs> no, geek to chic. No, <laughs> no, no, I'm good. I'm good. Never. I feel I'd lower the level I'm at right now if I was on Mari. I'd lower my status. And Mari, Jerry Spring, all that crap, reality shows. Oh, well, I was talking today about reality shows, and we're about to end this, guys. Don't worry. <laughs> but we were talking about reality shows, and we were talking, or not reality shows, but how it's funny that a lot of bands, particularly rock bands, are going on tour now. Old ones, but they're going, they're old. I said, they have no money. So when people are broke, they do something crazy. Rock bands go on tour again. Rappers go on reality shows. Country stars are just never retire because all they have to do when they get older is just stand in front of a mic or sit down with the guitar. guitar. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. And sing the same song for, yeah, for for 40 years. And, Rappers go to reality because hip hop is a thing now. <laughs> yeah, loving hip hop, man. Jeez. Do you watch that? I don't have VH1 or okay, like MTV good. or anything, so. I won't judge. <laughs> All right, but that's it. We're we're about to get out of here. That was that was a bit of nothing. <laughs> uh, episode twenty one, and Orlando only has a few more. Deuces. <laughs> <laughs>